Hi, Rammies. Welcome back to Right Guess Only, where we interview interesting people about a juicy subject from history. This time, we have Quinn92 as our third co-host, as he explains the Enron stock scandal to us. Back in 2015, Quinn92 emerged with a disarmingly catchy and dynamic personal style of his own. He's accumulated over 3.5 billion streams across his catalog and earned successive platinum singles, including Kings of Summer with AOK, Straight Jacket, and Love Me Less with Max. He also happens to be a Rammy. In 2021, his album Change of Scenery 2 captured number one on the Apple Pop chart and number one on the Spotify US debut album chart. Not to mention, he has sold out headline tours coast to coast selling over 350,000 tickets as a headliner, and graced the stages of festivals such as Lollapalooza, Bonnaroo, Firefly, Governor's Ball, Summerfest, and Electric Forest. Now he kicks off his next chapter with his debut single for Republic Records, Backpack. Let's talk to Quinn92. This is where, and is just to refresh my memory, Tess, yeah, we have that uh-huh. Titanic compatibility. Doesn't it end with the painting scene and yes. then it ends in, uh, the, in the first take? I don't know why. I answered. Or he's like, like checking the dials on his like. So when it, I think the last moment of the first tape is when um, they are drawing out the plans, like the yes. architectural plans, and then he looks up. Like the route. Yes, yes. Yeah. And the architect the is. Coordinates. Yes. Yeah. And like, so they're like. <laughs> Oh my god, I love that scene. Oh my god, same. <laughs> Claire, Claire's like, what the fuck are you guys talking about? I've never seen anything like yeah. this before. Claire just leaves yeah. the studio. Um, yeah, but it's when they're looking up the the layout of the ship. Yeah. And then I think he says... Like, that, we're fucked, basically. Yeah, like, there's not going to be... An, or, and he goes, the ship will sink in two and a half hours or something? Yes, that's what he yeah, says. Right, right? Yes. Also, what movie... <laughs> I know we always come back to this, but, like, what movie does that nowadays? You've never seen a movie be like... Now pop in the next tape. It, can't, it's all it makes me. I'm like literally sweating thinking about it. It's yeah, so much, it's the perfect. I want to watch it. Yeah, same. It's pretty genius. Yeah. James James Cameron. Yeah. No, honey, he knew what he was doing. Jimmy Cameron. Jimmy. Jimmy boy. Jimmy and Kenny. Jimmy and Kenny. Jimmy boy. Our boys for life. <laughs> yeah. Um, where am I? <laughs> let's let's see where I am. Uh, they shredded a lot of paper. Uh huh. Um, one time. Jeffrey tells all his employees buy mm-hmm. my stock or not my stock but buy stocks. Buy shares of mm-hmm. this company while he sells all his shares in, in private. Mm-hmm. As the media begins circling the story, criminal investigations were launched. Cliff Baxter, this is where it gets sad. Cliff Baxter, oh. a trader who often went on Jeffrey Skilling's wild adventures, like I was talking about earlier, he cashed in over $30 million from Enron stock. So it's funny because what I'm about to say takes a very like dark turn but this guy another example of a person that like got out kind of scot-free like he was like he he took out or he earned 30 million from enron stock and could have just like been like it wasn't like fbi or anyone was like was after him uh-huh. could have kind of just like lived his life but he's probably more like us where he was like i feel so fucking shitty about what i've been a part of and all this stuff and mind you he had like a family and kids after being called to testify in court, Cliff Baxter would get in his Mercedes, drive down a quiet street, and shoot himself. Oh, yeah. my God. God. So it's just like, yeah, you know, it's just like, it's like we, the most of the story is like, fuck that guy, he's the worst. Yeah. But then you're like, there's real people here who are like, 
they're they're like conscious of just eat like eating at them and you're just like like really I can't deal with this. Yeah. yeah. It reminds you that like actually happened cuz I think sometimes these stories are so crazy it wasn't even that long ago but you're like that whatever. Yeah. 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 So super sad in that in that regard. Um let's move to Andy back to Andy Fastow the chief financial officer. This was the guy that was like the like the face of the company as far as the public eye because no one the no one saw an interview from anyone but this dude. Um, he would plead guilty to committing wire fraud. He ratted out and cut himself a deal to testify against other Enron executives. He was sentenced to 10 years in prison, but only served six after he paid $23 million in fines. God. <laughs> I bet he owed his friends a lot of money. So if you say, might like give them inside scoop, your sentence is usually... Pro- deals. Look, if you're paying the government twenty three million, oh, it's they're like, like just go. They're <laughs> like, yeah, we'll cut that a bit, you know. Yeah, um, yeah. but Makes also sense. it's like they will shorten your sentence if you're like if you can give them more, like like in Wolf of Wall Street, exactly. Mm-hmm. If you can give them information on yeah. who's a part of it and yeah, all that stuff. Damn. So God, he like maybe he's got a good bone in his body after all. Maybe like I know he like did a bunch of bad shit, but yeah, he's like another maybe a okay guy. Um, Kenneth Lay and Jeffrey Skilling were both found guilty of conspiracy and fraud, among other things. And when I say among other things, they were like upwards of like 30 different things they were charged with. But the most important, just to get the point across, is they were found guilty of conspiracy and fraud. But like like wiretapping, um, not wiretapping, um, wire fraud, right. um, uh, like again, different financial like like very white collar legal things that like lawyers would know the yeah. terms for but i don't totally I'm not no gonna hey know. we can we I mean, know the type but jeff, the charges stacked up right jeff yeah. and kenny do seem like the worst out of all of them yeah yeah like the douchiest uh-huh. but it's weird because like if you look up if you look up kenneth he's like or i'm sorry kenny he, uh, <laughs> kenny boy it's like an older man like he oh. like in his 60s and like, like oh. i don't know jeffrey's a little younger but Jeffrey looks way more like a monster. Mm. Yeah, so I, I felt was, that. I was trying to imagine what they looked like. I think I was thinking of like kind of Leo this yeah. whole time. Yeah, you'd think so, or yeah. you would want to think. <laughs> you would that. want to, but no, yeah. it's, it never is that way. As it's well. not. No. Yeah. Um. So they're found guilty. Jeffrey Skilling was sentenced to 24 years in prison and was actually released in tw- 2019. Oh, and yeah. then he got out to a pandemic. Because here's after. the thing. Which is, yeah, that, yeah, funny way to re-enter society. God, well. And this is where I wanted just to quickly say, and I made a note of putting this down, was, like, it's funny when you deal with, like, because these men are criminals, but they're not in the normal sense of, like, murderers or rapists mm-hmm. or, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. But they still need, like, a punishment. And I think that's what, like, even though they did fuck over a ton of people, that's why you're only seeing them do, like, 20 years ish in prison right like it's not the war they didn't kill anybody well i mean like a dude killed himself he did and it just does make me sad if like your grandma like lost all of her money because they were lying and being selfish it's just like it 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 could ruin someone's life yeah they're just like they're just like if you had a personal like um connection to the right. story you'd probably be like no that dude deserves to be totally, totally. In prison. yeah i guess it's yeah all, it is um, different what's so, the word um perspective perspective yeah, yeah. yeah. totally yeah so th- i don't know that just that always that is an interesting me. thought though yeah it's like they're not they're like, not the worst people on earth but like they're shitty people. yeah they're just being shitty yeah right. yeah, yeah they're just doing really shitty stuff 
Um, so yeah, he got out in 2019, and the craziest thing is he's like making his way back in the energy uh, in- industry. Of course, this, this always happens, doesn't mm-hmm. it? They're like, does and now I have a product. Happens. Yeah, yeah, a vlog. Like swipe up for my <laughs> vlog. <laughs> Lincoln bio. Yeah, he's gonna have a podcast. He is. Oh, you know we could he have him is. on. We could yeah. have him on. Wow, yeah. we should. Wow, Mike. You'd be like everything you, you said was not true. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Who the fuck is this Quinn guy? <laughs> yeah. X C I. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um. So, okay. He yeah. He's now back working in the energy industries, which kind of blew my mind when I read that. Oh my god. Kenneth died of a heart attack <gasps> in the time between his verdict and sentencing. He was being sentenced to 24 years in prison in 2006, and he died of a heart attack between, or like before the sentence was uh, was was that read. Sucks, man. Yeah. Like, do you think like the stress? Probably. Probably, and the drugs that he did while on Wall Street. Do you think they all were doing cocaine? These people. I think I. Th- there was nothing I found that was like they were all cokeheads, <laughs> right? But, but. Like, yeah, but one could presume <laughs> yeah. that, that you there was some there was um, narcotics involved. Narcotics, yeah, yeah, some um, recreational activity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There yeah, it is. Yeah, I always liked what Matthew McConaughey said in Wolf Rolls, mm-hmm. where he's like keeps you like <laughs> quick between the uh, or the <laughs> ear. Know? Yeah, yeah. Can but you I'm imagine? Also, I am surprised. Like, so with their Studio Fifty Four episode, they went to jail for fraud and stuff and when they came out they weren't allowed to work in the bar industry again like i feel like when you, if really? you go to jail for something like that like you shouldn't be allowed like, when it's that grand yeah there should be like a rule in place like yeah you, you can't come back to this job yeah again. Well, the trust is gone the yeah. trust is gone yeah. and one it's it, it's broken and then but to be fair it's like if you're stupid enough to go invest money with no that kidding. guy again like you deserve to be that's true <laughs> like, yeah, like yeah 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 that's true that's yeah. very fair, true fair um yeah so kenneth kenneth lay dies and he was 64 years old so like not a, oh. not too old of a guy no no not at all 64 like, is not and i think you're right tess just from like stress and like i would imagine like a heart attack like yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, or yeah. he was like the most unhealthy person ever. But right. I, that's I, I, him. I would assume he was just like very like grief stricken. Yeah. Um. In all, twenty thousand people lost their jobs because of Enron. Ugh. Yeah. Crazy. And again, like you have to feel for that's like twenty thousand families. Twenty thousand. Yes. Like that's a mm-hmm. shit ton of ripple effect. Yeah. Like, it's really really sad. Totally. And the ripple effect that has on that ripple, like I yeah. mean, you know. Yeah. I guess that's what a ripple effect um, is. <laughs> <all of> <laughs> I want to make sure to touch on. <laughs> I'm like ripple effect. Yeah. Just seen ripple. it in my mind. Ripple, 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 ripple. Oh my god. Ripple, ripple. <laughs> yes, yeah. Um, I I wanted to. The last section here is about the the auditing that took place mm. because I think anyone now listening is like, that's an auditor's job is to be like. This is shady. Right. We're gonna flag it and like cut it down before it gets right. even how bigger. Did, how did it not? Right. So how did it not? Exactly. So again, my first bullet here is the job of an auditor is to inspect an organization's financial accounts and make sure they're correct and comply with the law. Every public company legally has to have their financial statements audited. Which that's not like a new thing. That's right. been around since I don't know when, but definitely in the nineties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Two thousand. Yeah. Yeah. The primary purpose of an auditor is to prevent things like this from happening <laughs> so that investors can take an auditor's report and assess whether or not a company is worth investing money into. Mm-hmm. Clearly, it makes mm-hmm. a lot of sense. Yeah. The auditors would have seen red flags all over the place if they were doing their job properly, but they literally weren't doing their job. So let me explain on this. In fact, they weren't. Oh, yeah, I said, in fact, they weren't doing it at all. Enron was paying them to look the other way. So Enron was bribing them. So 
among the among the things that like Skilling and Lay were were accused of, bribing had to be in of there. Of course. Yeah. yeah. They were like, look, here's I don't know, whatever amount of money it's, and it's like, like a criminal offense, right? hundred percent. Oh, hundred percent. Which is also like Well, a criminal offense to the auditors too, no. But yeah, right. Like don't they So I never found let me okay, let me let me go a little further here mm-hmm. because I ne- I never actually found so the the auditing um company Arthur Anderson that was responsible for auditing um Enron was also among going back to like the top 5 list they were in the top 5 accounting firms in the country at the time so it was Arthur Anderson Deloitte which is still big KPMG PwC Ernst and Young and I have to shout out Ernst and Young because my brother-in-law <laughs> works out. for Ernst and Young. Uh, I out. also performed at an Ernst and Young event recently in Boston. Oh my god! Like How a was work it? event. It was weird. <laughs> yeah, yeah. As you would imagine, you know, it was like thirty like young people, and then yeah. like a bunch of old guys in the back. Totally. Like, who the fuck is this guy? <laughs> totally. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, just had to. You had gotta play them all. Had to throw that in. Yeah, of course. And then Arthur Anderson, which was, uh, yeah, like who we're talking about. Almost all major companies at the time would use one of these five accounting firms to audit their statements. This list has no ha, this list has now decreased to four because since this Arthur Anderson has also gone bankrupt. They're like no one wants to trust you your guys' yeah. word because you were fucking helping Enron. So oh like, my God. Yeah, I'm not gonna yeah. Hire of course you. I wouldn't. I'm not gonna hire you to audit my company that I'm looking into. Yeah. Wow. Uh. Um Reputation and trustworthiness with accounting firms is like paramount. <laughs> it's everything. Right. Yeah. So the, yeah. min- the minute they were involved in the scandal, investors did not want to work with them. So that goes without saying. God. Um, the auditors didn't do a good job of protecting investors from Enron scandal, but they weren't fully to blame. So I want to make that point also. I didn't see anyone from Arthur Anderson, the firm, like like deal with like jail time or mm. which is very interesting yeah because they took it right they, they played into it they, no they they were conspiring against like yeah they were it's they guilty were by association yeah, right right mm. yeah. not even by like like fully aware of the yeah. association it's not like they were just like oh my gosh what happened they were encouraging it yeah so i could be wrong but from the research that i did i didn't see anyone from that firm that was um that was sentenced to prison time or fines paid or or what have you um which i thought was very fascinating yeah so lastly guys the enron aftermath this scandal has since drastically impacted the way that the accounting world makes its rules which it was like Mm. it was like the biggest like benchmark from how now people deal with accounting totally like the government has since created huge requirements for record keeping and also has enforced criminal penalties for security law violations. The new standard for auditors and the checks and balances that go along with the good that go along with the accounting industry in general has risen drastically. Like for example, Luke, my brother-in-law, he's like we have to go through so many hurdles to like be like you're officially you've officially been audited. You know what I mean? Like wow. like yeah. like like it's not just like oh yeah, that looks good. You're good. Like l- I don't, you know what I mean? Like, it's totally. just, like, yes. so many, like, again, this is me speaking from no history of working in an accounting firm, but, like, what he's told me, it's, like, there's, there's a lot of shit they have to do. Yeah, I bet. Yeah. One, of, one of which is that um, since Enron, a regulation has been passed stating that CEOs and CFOs legally have to sign off on financial statements and certify them so that, so so later they can't say they never saw them or weren't aware mm. of what was going on, which mm-hmm. is literally exactly what... 
Kenneth Lay and uh, Jeffrey Skilling were doing. They were just like, and you'll even see if you look it up on YouTube, there's um, Jeffrey Skilling did a, like, he was under oath. It was like on C-SPAN. I don't know if it was in front of like the Supreme Court or something, but it was like he was being interrogated and he was like, at no point during any of this did I know any of this was happening. Like, like playing dumb to the fullest. Mm-hmm. And and now yeah. it's like, no, like you, if you have your company being audited, you have to sign off on it. You have to be like, I've seen the statements. Let's move forward. Yes. I mean, thank God. That makes sense. But like yes. how though? How something... in like 2000 was that not a thing? Right. God, but when you think of so many things in 2000, like 20 years, you know, you're just like, damn, oh, this, yeah. we're in a different place yeah. with so many things. Technology even, is even like, things Even like, too. but honestly, even like in, you know, I just watched that Woodstock documentary from 99. It's like the way wow. like women were treated and like, yeah, it, it's not that long ago, but like so drastically different. It, we have a it, long it's, way to go, yeah. but it's so much has changed. It's so true. Yeah. Really crazy. Um, the company has since become a symbol of corporate fraud. <laughs> right. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. Good for you guys. <laughs> Yet it leaves a long legacy. And this is this is actually what's very fascinating. It leaves still a long legacy of products and services that we take for granted today, from energy trading to streaming video. So Enron did a deal. So back when I was telling you guys about how like they would if if they were like, let's do a deal for fifty million and in ten years if we think or I'm sorry do a deal with a company and we'll speculate it's going to make us $30 million and like that's how we'll put it down in our books right now and, mm-hmm. and like we're worth $30 million. They actually, to give a real life example, they did that with Blockbuster. They were going to make the first streaming service in 2000 with Blockbuster. So it was like way before I even thought streaming services was even a possibility, but apparently it was. And they did a thing with Blockbuster, a 10-year deal and I keep saying ten, but like the, these years have changed. Like, like not not everyone did contracts for ten years, but like in this case, it was ten. Blockbuster gave them fifty million dollars. They were like, we're, oh. "We we evaluate this is going to make you fifty million dollars." Um, Enron wrote it down in their book oh, as like, "We are currently now worth fifty million dollars." And Blockbuster, through like the technology issues, like backed out of it for some reason. But basically, like. Everything that I've explained earlier about like the way they manipulated deals, they did that with Blockbuster, and it could have been like a big, like we could have probably heard of streaming services much earlier than we. And it would have been Blockbuster. And it would have been Blockbuster. Oh, that makes me. And now Blockbuster has since gone out of business. Well, there's one left in Oregon, right? Bend, Oregon, and where Corey's parents lives. Just wait. Justice. Have you been to it? No, and I just told Corey because we walked down, or there's a guy walking down the street with Blockbuster Bend, Oregon shirt, and I was like, "Why? We have to go next time we're there." There's there. I went to one in there's Bowling. A documentary on it, right? In Netflix, Blackie. like the oh. last Blockbuster. <gasps> really? We have to watch. Yeah. There, no, 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 yes. The last block. Yeah. There, um, yeah. There is Bowling Green. There's one in Bowling Green, Kentucky, that I went to in 2016. I think it's closed now. I think the literally the only. <laughs> I'm so sorry to tell you, the only one left is in Bend. Oh, it makes me so sad. But like going back to that like ripple effect, like yeah, yeah. <laughs> they were they were associated with Enron. It's like, like they're <sighs> fucked now, you know. God, uh, damn it. Um, justice R. for Blockbuster. Blockbuster. Justice Seriously. for Blockbuster. The best times in That's life are going merch. into that store. Yes, that is justice for Blockbuster. Which, by the way, <laughs> viewers can't, uh, or listeners can't see what I'm wearing, but uh, I, I am wearing a, and there it is, crew uh, neck. Crew neck. And it looks gorgeous on it you. It does. You but can buy lo- it from us. Yeah, but don't buy it yet because- Team Rammies. No, no, but you didn't have the- I know, the Team Rammies. Yeah, yeah. we'll, we'll get it figured out. An important part was not printed on this on this copy. Oh, God, Mike, you ratted so it I have like the OG, <laughs> the OG version. Yeah, the OG. <laughs> but we'll get you in the next round. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so Enron's innovations include modern day energy trading as well as internet video conferencing 
and movies on demand years before Zoom and Netflix. Oh, wow. So they actually did like cool shit. Like it was yeah. it was innovative for sure. They were just like shady about funded it. Funded by the devil. Ah, uh, <laughs> the and devil. There it is. And there it is. And there it is. <laughs> Enron revolutionized trading for natural gas and electricity. They brought efficiency and transparency to the markets for these economies. So yeah, like basically they just yeah, they were in all the bad that was associated, they actually ended up doing good things for like the world, I think. They like started, started Yeah, something. yeah. But at such a bad like Yeah, co- at like what cost? Cost, yeah, yeah. Damn. Um other things worth noting, and I and I didn't have time to like really get into this, but like Enron intentionally and I wish I'd really talked about this more, they caused because we're in California, so this is prevalent to us. Back in like the early two thousands, or I think it was maybe either late 90s or, or 2000 on the dot, they would cause intentional power outages because they got involved in, like, owning the electricity mm. in certain states. And when they would see California, like, using a shit ton of their electricity, they would purposely turn it off to then give more to other states. How you can own electricity blows my mind. I don't even know. Yeah. But basically, California suffered like crazy power outages back in the day because Enron was just like, we're going to turn your electricity off. That is so annoying. Yeah. Yeah. And it's kind of scary to think about that someone can be like, like, I feel like someone still could do that. Yeah. yeah, For like a month, you know? Yeah. 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 It's like big brother shit. We we take electricity for granted. Yeah. Yeah, we do. But really, really, really crazy. Um, (laughs) Kenneth Lay, yeah, ties to George W. Bush. Um, Oh, Enron helped get, again, I don't know the details of this, but they helped elect Arnold Schwarzenegger as the governor of California. Wow. What a wild card. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Just like, sure. God. God. Yeah. Um, there's a bug on me. Yeah, there uh, is a bug that has been circulating, and all of us have been trying to be like, yeah. <laughs> quietly. He's like, I have one more point about Enron. He <laughs> fucked my family over <laughs> in the 90s. He's like, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah guys that's like pretty much it like oh, like like i, I just like any guest that's gonna come on after you has such a high bar now are we Mike? good like time like how oh long God, is the episode fantastic. okay it's I, and perfect. again again everyone listening there's probably like holes i haven't filled yet as far oh. as like facts you but know where you, you are yeah. Us, yeah but like yeah, come find me. Oh like, my, like, come that, find yeah. them. Yeah, yeah. Please do. Uh, yeah. Mike, that was phenomenal. Thank you, guys. I felt like I was on a journey in a different time that I can't understand, but like, it felt, <laughs> I don't know how, to, I'm sorry, I'm so high. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was fantastic. But it felt like a movie. You're high like the executives, you know? It's like, exactly. Exactly. It felt like a roller coaster, and yeah. you did such a good job. Yeah. You really that, did that. I'm so impressed. Thank you, guys. Uh, that really, all I, seriously, that, like, and also, and I told you before, I was like, I, I think I like bit off more than I could chew with this topic, but it, I was just praying it made any sense. It, so. it, it, it flowed so naturally. I feel like I could have listened cool. to it for another hour. A true storyteller. Cool, cool. Thank you, guys. We do have a question for you. That, yes. That we will now ask all of our guests. Shoot. If you're you, gonna ask. You're gonna ask these, your guests this, mm-hmm. this exact question. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh yeah. If you could smoke a joint with anyone from history, dead or alive. Spend hours with them as you're as I knock over yeah, yeah, my weed yeah, pen. Yeah. <laughs> Who would it be? It's actually like the quickest answer I could give you. Oh wow, Bill Murray. Bill Murray. Okay. So Bill Murray. So I have. I mean, 
people listening can't see, but I have his tattoo right here on my arm. Oh, yeah. So it's it's um it's from the Life Aquatic, which is a Wes Anderson film. Yes. And that's, that's his character, Steve Zizou, in the in the show or in the movie. Um, have you guys read like the Bill Murray like? There's books on Bill Murray's like st- like just stories about Bill Murray. I haven't. I feel like there's that's a thing of like people have run into Bill so, Murray. So this is actually a great way to end the conversation, by the way. If you like, if you love Enron, you're gonna love Bill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all connected. But Bill Murray like shows up to people's like parties randomly, <laughs> and there's a whole there's a whole really? book written on this, like their random encounter, people's random encounters with Bill Murray. And I've read like he's shown up to bachelor parties in South or like South Carolina and Charleston, where he just like ends up taking shots with everybody, and like he's like the last person to leave and cleans up everything, <laughs> what? like out of nowhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, or like Bill Murray has been to like. Um, uh, what what was it like? It was like a baptism before. <laughs> like it's people see Bill Murray everywhere, but the cool thing about Bill Murray, he's like kind of the last mysterious mm-hmm. celebrity. Damn. He doesn't own a cell phone. He doesn't have a manager. He has he doesn't have a manager. He has a one toll free number that you have toll toll free. He has a landline number that you have to call, and that's if you want to get in contact with Bill Murray, you have to call that number. And most people don't know it because they're not, you know, like you have to be kind of in the in with Bill Murray. Um, but like, it's amazing, right? Like that isn't that so interesting and fascinating. Like he would be so fun to smoke a joint with, right? And like all the shit that he could just like, you know, from like Caddyshack to mm. um, Lost in Translation. Lost in Translation. I was just gonna say, I was gonna say, Sleep is in Seattle. Weird. I mean, it's similar vibes yeah, <laughs> yeah. in yeah. different ways. Lost in Translation is incredible. Is he married or does I don't he, think does he have a partner? Do you think he's like a lone wolf? No way. Oh well, actually, like, after I said no way, I was like, but. But like, does tragic. he have ch- does he have children? I don't think he. Yeah. Like I, yeah, Bill I, I think Murray he does. Kids. I don't know if he's married though, honestly. Oh, it looks like he has quite a few. Luke Murray, Jackson Murray, Cooper Murray. Are these hold on? <laughs> this can't be. Wait, these are screenshots. Murray, this. Murray. <laughs> Screenshot this. <laughs> They're all very different ethnicities. <laughs> so I think. I Maybe should. Bill got around. I don't know. Maybe he did. That's true. Oh, that is true. But some. Lo- wow. I mean, that would be crazy. <laughs> is he married though? Because I I don't know if he is. It looks like he has. I don't see spouse on his or kids, yeah. just nieces and nephews. Yeah, guys. Sorry, I'll fact check this because Lord knows. Yeah, but yeah, Bill. Murray. Oh, Margaret Kelly. Uh, but they got divorced, and then uh, Jennifer Butler. But they got divorced in two thousand eight. So he's well, been married currently, twice. Currently but single, not currently. Yeah. Wow. So ladies, yeah, <laughs> gentlemen, or gentlemen. He, he just seems like the coolest. Like, like in my opinion, the coolest guy to like hear things from. I love Great that answer. answer. That's yeah. such a good answer. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. Yeah, I would love to meet. I would love if he just like popped in right now. I was like, oh my god. Well, oh my god. Bill. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, Bill Murray. <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> that would be wild. Wow. Yeah. Wow. 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 Um, well, but thank you guys for oh having me. Oh my gosh, me. Mike! Thank you so much for so coming. Fun. Please have me on again. Honestly. Yes. Do you have anything? You just had a single come out. I had a single come out. Yep, it's called Backpack. It's phenomenal. So it's, good. Thank, thank you guys very much. Um, and I have, uh, I have an album coming out that's gonna come out top of next year, oh and my followed by like a world tour, which is exciting. Oh, fuck world yeah. tour. We'll have to do a Rams Stop. podcast like on the road. Stop, Mike. Oh, like a tour bus episode. Stop. Don't make us weep. Seriously. Actually, though, we're doing it. That sounds amazing. Okay, we're doing it. We're doing we're it. We're doing it. We'll that be there. That sounds super cool, actually. Oh god, that's um, so exciting. But yeah, no, I mean like. 
that's pretty much what's going on with my life. But guys, thank you guys again. Like I'm a huge fan. Like ah, we're already friends outside of this, but like <laughs> I love what you guys do, and I will always. Thank be you. Friends. We oh, feel the Mike same way about you, you and we you. appreciate you so much. Yes. yes. Thank you guys. Uh, and guys, um, follow Mike on Instagram at yes Quinn X C. It's Quinn ninety two, but you have to spell Quinn. Quinn, Q-U-I-N-N-X-C-I-I. Uh, which is good, because you'll, you'll learn your numer- the Roman numerals. The Roman numerals. Roman numerals. <laughs> you'll you'll learn like- your numeral Romans. <laughs> <laughs> you'll learn your numbers. Right? Yeah, it's a good little, little study. Exactly. Um, but and, yeah. yeah, follow us on Instagram at Right Answers Mostly. Yep. And go to Trivia Night. I have yes. been, and it's fucking um, awesome. A Trivia Rodrigo. Not just saying that. A tri- uh, that's my, that's my trivia. The OG? Yeah, mm, oh, Trivia OG. Rodrigo. Oh. We always come in last. Uh, well... Hey. Save the best for last. Yeah. Not, for, not for long, though. <laughs> not for long. <laughs> if it's an Enron episode, <laughs> yep. <laughs> You'll know it. You'll know it. Murder it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, Ramies, we love you so much. And thank you guys so much. We'll see you next Monday. Bye.